Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to the Batter's Box on WNSP Now. I'm Joey Warner, and this is our podcast number 26 on July 17, 2023. We're broadcasting from WNSP Studio 105.5 on Dolphin Street in Mobile, Alabama. You can find us on WNSP Now. It's a platform for podcasts on Spotify. And our producer is Nathan Rothermel tonight. He's behind the glass. Thanks, Nathan, for being here with us. Uh, the rest of our crew is in with WNSP is in Nashville, Tennessee for SEC Media Days. You got Nick Wiggins, Corey Labounty, Michael Brauner, Lee Shavani. I think Michael Root might be there, and Mark Heim may be with him. I'm not exactly sure what crew. I think they're up there. They're, they're up there doing that SEC stuff. And and uh, but but we got Nathan Rothermel with us tonight. So and. We have our special guest tonight in the studio is John Hilliard. He's with the Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group. John, thank you for being here, buddy. Thank you, Joey. It's uh, it's great to be here with you. I'd, there's nobody I'd rather talk baseball with than you because you know you're the historian of Mobile baseball. It's just always fun to be around and talk baseball with you. Well, thank you, John. I, I really appreciate that, man. And I, I I try to, you know, be what I can as a sports historian here in Mobile. You know preferably baseball and that's my first love my daddy I learned that from my daddy he taught me that stuff and you know somebody's got to keep up with it you know we don't have a newspaper anymore you know how that goes it's just it's it's a mess in a lot of ways yeah but it's, it's, everything's on the internet it is but tonight I'm I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you're here because we can talk amongst ourselves and hope that the listeners out there and I want to thank you listeners for tuning in to WNSP now the batter's box on with Joey Warner. And and so John Hilliard's with me tonight and we're going to talk on some subjects here in a little bit about the moving of Hank Aaron's childhood home and museum from Hank Aaron Stadium to Tolmanville where it was originally on Edwards Avenue where Hank Aaron grew up. We're going to talk a little bit about Hank Aaron Stadium. We're going to talk a little bit about the Mobile Sports Hall of Fame and we may even say a little bit about the statues down okay. on Riverside Park that okay. are going to be erected whenever they get to it or whatever. But And and listeners, I, 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 I want to say this from me, Joey Warner. Uh, you're, you're, you're right now, you're listening to Joey Warner, the catcher's corner. And this is some of the stuff I'm going to say tonight. I want to be positive because I care. I mean, I care. I'm 60 years old. I'm homegrown mobile. So I feel like I have a voice, and I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I don't want to mention anybody's names, any committees, any councils, any of that. But you know what? I love baseball. I love baseball for Mobile, for our history of baseball in Mobile. Started in 1886 or before. Satchel Page, Hank Aaron, Willie McCovey, Billy Williams, Ozzie Smith, Cleon Jones, Tommy Agee. It goes on and on. Amos Otis, the Bowling Brothers, Josh Donaldson, Jake Peavy, Danny Jennings. I mean, it, and Bernie Carbo was here for so long. You know, but here I am, you know, try to do volunteer work, try to do stuff to, to promote baseball. And the city of Mobile or whoever, I, I, I just, you know, we need some help with some of the things we're going to talk about. If anybody's got any ideas, anybody has any questions, anybody's got any answers, 251-604-7387, Joey Warner. 
Call me, text me, message me. Mobile Baseball Connection on Facebook. The Batter's Box on WNSP Now. Come on. We got to get some stuff together. Some of this stuff might be already, you know, the wrecking ball might be outside Hank Aaron Stadium. They might already have that house loaded up and ready to go to Tolmanville. You know, if that's the case, whatever. But things keep changing from Municipal Auditorium, from the uh, uh, Hank Aaron Stadium, Ladd Stadium. Um, what else do they want to tear down? I mean, you know, I'm going to settle down a little bit here, John. I love but, your passion. I really do. It's, but, but, but you know, I mean, this is, this is a time where, where I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tired of being silent. You know, I mean, I, I worked for the Press Register as a correspondent for 10 years, you know, and, you know, and I, I've kept up with sports my entire life. I'm not a guru, but I love it. And I do have a passion, John. And, and you know, if, it's, if we sit back and look, you know, if you've got money out there, if you've got deep pockets, if, if you really love baseball and you love this city, step forward on some of the things we're going to talk about tonight. And, 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 and let's do something about it. You know, in the city of Mobile, come on, man. I mean, either way, we're going to leave it alone. But anyway, let's go back to you, John. Uh, John Hilliard's in the house with us tonight. And as I mentioned before, John's with the Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group. John, you spent time with the Mobile Bay Bears. Um, you, you, what is going on with the, with the MSEG, the Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group, as we speak? Uh, well, you know, I started the Bay Bears in 2000. It was about three or four years after they got going, you know, uh, after they had the big crowds. Uh, then Ari Rosenbaum, he's my partner, he came in around 2008, and uh, I was assistant GM. When I left, he became the assistant GM. We had Kevin Grimes was the, uh, you know, he did all the uh, the groundwork and everything at the stadium. And then Ari's dad, Lex Rosenbaum, when the uh, when Ari told me they were the team was going to be sold, this was back in like 17, 18. We, I said, let's form a group and let's do what we can to take over the stadium because, like you, I am passionate. I spent a lot of years in Hank Aaron Stadium. I put a lot of sweat and blood there, as have a lot of people. Um, so I wanted to do this with Ari to continue the tradition. You know, we wanted uh, – I was there when they brought the house. I was actually in Hank's office and his house in Atlanta the day, the day they moved the house. He was giving us stuff to put into the museum. So uh, I have a passion like you do. Uh, uh, then, you know, I left the, the Bay Bears around 2012, or I took over as assistant GM, and uh, we just wanted to keep it going. We wanted to keep uh, Hank's legacy going, um, and hopefully with where they're going to put the house and everything, it goes well. Uh, but anything I say tonight is not coming from Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group. It's not coming from WNSP. It's coming from me personally. So if I say something that, you know, some people don't like or it touches some buttons or something, they can talk to me about it because it's it's I'm passionate about it and these are my views. I understand, I understand. And my little rant a few minutes ago was just a little. I mean, that's how I feel. And and you know, I again, um, it, it's uh, it's just it's 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 a touchy subject with all this stuff. But this is this is our roots. Baseball, baseball in Mobile is historic around the country, and and we can't even we cannot even tell people about it nationally because the people here locally don't know exactly they do not know <clears throat> and the older people get the less they're going to know and, and 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 unless they get on the internet and and blah 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 you know cleon jones is is 82 years old 
We lose Cleon. You know, Billy Williams, he, he's local. Billy Williams is still alive, thank goodness. You know, Amos Otis, you know, but, but they're, not, they're not living local. Cleon's living local, and that's a great thing. We're yeah, great Cleon, to have. He's, he's great for Mobile Baseball. He can tell you some stories about what they did with, you know, how they grew up and how they learned how to hit a curveball using a cork ball and a stick ball and all that type of stuff. He's got great stories. Um, but like you said, once they're not here anymore, then who's going to tell that story? And I think, you know, Cleon, he wants what's best for Mobile and for the museum and everything. And sometimes, though, I think certain people, the powers that be, may not, they may not listen to the average person that has common sense and, you know, knows what they're talking about. I understand. I understand. John, you're a 1978 graduate from Murphy High School. Graduated at Murphy in 78. Uh, graduated from Mobile College, which is now University of Mobile, in 83. I was one of the seniors there that, you know, we had club tennis, club football. And we were going to have club baseball. And then they we convinced the faculty to, you know, take it over. And they took it over. And they took in – they brought in Elder to be the uh, AD there. And from there, it's history. But I had a, a lot to do with uh, the – you know, starting of sports at uh, University of Mobile. And that's great. I remember when it was Mobile College, and and it took off. You know, when one of the greatest things they did was hire Mike Jacobs. Bless I, his heart. I was going to say, you know, as far as museums go, we need the Hank Aaron Childhood Home and Museum, but we need a baseball museum. The story of Mike Jacobs needs to be told. He played at Davidson. He went to South Alabama. Then he, uh, you know, he coached, I believe, at uh, UMS, and then he started the baseball program at, at uh, University of Mobile. You know, a godly man, and those stories can't be forgotten. There needs that needs to be in the baseball Hall of Fame, also. All these people, the Wade Boyettes and the Price Thomases, the Terry Curtises, the, uh, uh, you know, all these people that played back in the '60s and '70s. You should have as many of those guys on as you can because many of them played, uh, you know, uh, college baseball, uh, minor league baseball. Two of the best coaches, you know, Terry Curtis and uh, Glenn Vickery, they they played, they made, they went to school on baseball, but they became two of the you know the best football coaches in the state. There's stories out there that people just don't know, and I, I thank you for being the one that puts Facebook, you know, things on Facebook all the time to uh, just get this out there to, uh, it's got to keep going or it's going to be forgotten. Right. You know, it's, it's, there, there's, there's a, there's gobs of people, gobs of people and uh, that are athletes that became professional people locally. And, uh, and a lot of them aren't with us anymore, but a lot of them have been leaders in the community and they've been leaders elsewhere around the United States. And, and, and this, is, this is the kind of people that we should be recognizing, recognizing in some sort of hall, Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame, Hank Aaron's Museum. It's, 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 it's right there. It's, 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 it, you could build around it with all these uh, organizations, and, and, and it could grow. I mean, it's, what's the old saying? Build it and they'll come or something that's like right. that? That's right. You build it and they will come. Field of dreams. Yeah. You know, and, and that's how that's how success is made. But anyway, uh, we, we, we were getting ready to talk about uh, some of the other things going on in the Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we when we took over the stadium, the uh, person that had the, uh, the light show there, he wanted to know if we, you know, if we were interested in purchasing it because, you know, he didn't know what was going to happen to the Hank and he knew, you know, we would be taking over. So we purchased it from him. Uh, we did it there for a couple of years. And then when the city lost the lease, you know, we had nowhere to go. Um, so the only place that could take us was Orlando, a, 
a big shopping center up, you know, down in Orlando. So, but we wanted always to come home. So we got with the new management at the Mobile International Speedway. So we're going to have the Halloween and the Christmas light show this year at the Mobile International Speedway. You will actually be driving on the track. Pretty cool. We're going to open up. Um, let's see, and see September the twenty second to October thirty first to be the Halloween show. And then November 17th to January the 1st will be the Christmas show. So uh, we are happy. Like, like, you know, we have a passion. We all had a passion for baseball. We also have a passion for the city. And we want them to continue this because it's, it's all about memories. Uh, we have, you know, a man and his daughter, they come every year to the show, you know. And it's countless stories about how, you know, they're bringing their grandkids now and stuff. So it, we had to do what we had to do to get it back to the city. I understand. And, John, when you say memories, it's, it's for sure, buddy. I mean, because I've got four grandchildren now, but two of them for sure that they they remember that. They remember riding through Hank Aaron Stadium in, in multiple times during the season. And I'm telling you right now, in, in, in Halloween and Christmas, and there's thousands of thousands of people. I mean, you know how packed it was. I mean, you know the numbers of, of how, how y'all – what y'all did and everything, and 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 we, and Mo, it was it was bad when Mobile lost that. Well, you know, we like I said, we couldn't go to Lad because Lad has football <clears throat> in the fall. We couldn't go to the fairgrounds because the fairgrounds has the fair late into the fall, and it, you have to have a a big big place, and you can't block traffic. So uh, I think the perfect place was going to be out at the uh, at the uh, speedway. Yeah, we're going to be. Uh, Excited that I'm glad we were able to announce that. I know it's on your website, I believe. Yes, uh-huh. Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group. Group. Yep, uh, you can go look at that. Uh, everybody, just getting into the holidays. Once we get into the September, and it'll be the the Thriller Nights and Lights with Halloween from September 22nd to October 31st, 7 to 10 p.m. And then Christmas Nights and Lights November 17th to January 1st, 5:30 p.m. to 7 10 p.m. I say should say at the mobile international speedway and so i hope that everybody will get into that and be happy about that it gets everybody in the spirit man yeah there, a lot of people were sad i mean you know we were on you could go online and buy tickets and we actually probably had 20 people from mobile that we had to uh, refund their tickets because they were actually thought they were buying tickets to the light show in mobile when actually it was in orlando, in orlando. <laughs> that's interesting well that's that's good you, you mentioned the rest of y'all out there and and I remember when, when it was a battle to get the stadium. When it was. Had we, uh, you know, people told us, well, you can't because there's a, a lease. Uh, and we so what we did was we went to the leaseholder, which was the, uh, uh, the Huntsville uh, or, the, you know, the North Alabama Pandas. And we got we bought the lease from them to continue for their two-year lease with the city. So we got it, dodged that hurdle. And then as we were talking to the council, someone else jumped up, and then they wanted to null and void that lease and start all over, but they couldn't because of legalities. We did it the right way. I mean, you know, we studied how to do it uh, when people told us we couldn't. And so every obstacle we met until, you know, uh, this, the uh, I would say, I guess, the McGowan properties, they own McGowan, you know, the the uh, uh the shopping center and all that it's 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 a family a bunch of different families you know from the original family they own all that property over there they own the stadium uh you know so uh, they just uh the only property over i think costco they own their part of that but they bought it from the mcgowan and then uh they sold 
the property that used to be the theater, uh, they sold that to the developer that is putting in Top Golf. You know, so uh, and then that developer also was buying the stadium, and that fell through. They had through September of last year for all that to get done, and something happened, and nobody's talking. So you know, I don't know. The property is still up for sale. I think recently public record shows that it was valued at fifteen million dollars. And if I had fifteen million dollars, I would buy the stadium. You know, I would make some renovations. I'd take out the suites downstairs to where you know your seating is right when you walk in downstairs. You know where the, all that was. I would make the event center, the Hall of Fame for Mobile. You know, because it's a nice big building there. There was a lot. We had plans to put statues, you know, around Hank's house and all that type of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that people really don't know that we had in the plans and it just got, you know, shut down. And you know, it's a shame. It's a shame because and and if anybody's out there with twenty million dollars, why don't you come by the stadium and let's 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 put the sports hall of fame, Mobile Sports Hall of Fame out there. Let's put the statues out there. Let's do what we can for the baseball stadium itself and, 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 and do something for baseball in, in the city of Mobile and sports combined. You know, and whoever these committees are, that they, that I, I'm not talking about anybody on these committees, but where do they get these people? How much baseball do they really know? Are they from here? You know, I, I mean, you know, if people don't like, I'm sorry. But, you know, um, you, know you, you, you form a committee. I, I'll mention one thing. We, the, the sculptures, the, 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 the uh, statues, the sculptures that, that applied for that. We have a guy here locally, Corey Swindle, who, who why couldn't they hire him to do it? So you'd always have him here. He would ha probably have a bunch of ideas in the future. I mean, if you, ca if you don't pull together on this thing and combine all this and, and put it in one place, you know how you always hear it like uh, – these doctor's offices all under one roof. Why not do that? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, somebody's got to come up with an idea with a blueprint and, and somebody's got to come up with the money. Right. And everybody can sit here and laugh at me because they say, well, Mobile's not going to support anything. Well, they're right. They're totally right. But they're going to support Mardi Gras. I guarantee it. And, you know, and, and um, so so good for them. Mm -hmm. I support Mardi Gras, too. I'm not in an organization. Mm -hmm. But are we really baseball fans? Are we really a baseball city? Are we really a sports city? What about the Senior Bowl? Yeah, well, Senior Bowl was supposed to do great things out at uh, South Alabama. Huh. Okay. Uh, it's yeah. a great, it's a fine stadium. It's a fine stadium. Yeah. And South Alabama's got an awesome uh, yeah, program. They They're I working mean, on it. You know, you talk about committees. I was put on the committee for the removal of the museum, you know, because, you know, I, I've been – I have had something to do with it since its inception. Uh, Mike Callahan, he was the first curator, and then when he left and when I came back, you know, I, I redid the whole museum, basically, because the Hall of Fame, they came and got all their stuff. Uh, there wasn't a lot of stuff left in there. Uh, Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group, we went out and bought a lot of stuff. We bought had some, some things that was remade, you know, but it was the uniforms like he, he had used uh, back in the day. Um, my suggestion to the committee was uh, let's put it at uh, Mardi Gras Park. <laughs> Too much common sense, I guess, because it's right across the street. I mean, it's right across from the city museum. It's right next to the city, you know, government building. Uh, you could use just a little place, and you could still have that for Mardi Gras Park, all your Mardi Gras concerts and all that type stuff. I think it made too much sense. They said we can't do that. So then I would say, well, let's move it to Cooper Park right down the water. They said, no, we're worried about the storms and stuff like that. We can't put it there. They would have been right by all the statues that the city is you know, going to put up there. I said, can't do that. I said, well, there's a piece of property over by uh, Fort Condy 
because I really want to keep it close by downtown. They said, uh, no, we can't put it there either. And, and then, you know, we suggested, well, what if we put it on the campus of Bishop State? That didn't go through. Then there was some interest from South Alabama to put it on their campus. They were changing, I guess, presidents or whatever. So that, that didn't materialize. Um, so then they came up with, uh, what is it, the, the park over there by I-10, close to Texas Street Park. Um, they were going to put it there. The last I knew up and through April, I wasn't, you know, thrilled about it. But at least right there, you could get right off the interstate. You could see it from the from the interstate. You could put up signs there. It's an active park. They have, you know, rec, a rec center right there. People are there all the time going in, working. Uh, so I was okay with it. It wasn't, you know, where I really wanted. I really thought it was, should have been at Mardi Gras Park. But um, then when I get back from, I went to the College World Series, I get back and then I had to start making some calls because people said, did you see, you know, they're going to move it to Tolmanville, which I guess is good for the Tolmanville community. It's only like a, a mile from where it originally stood, but they're going to put it next to a police precinct. Um, I, I just don't think it's going to get any traction there. I just think, you know, it's good for the, like I said, Tolmanville community, but um, I just it's not going to be easy access to you know if you put it downtown you'd have people going you'd probably had 100 people going in there a day because you'd have been right across the street from the uh, city museum but you know there again I, I don't make the final decisions but that was my input right and, and that's a lot of good stuff and you know there's 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 several you know usa campus mardi gras park I, you know even battleship park i mean if, if people are going to continue to go to battleship park that's a little bit outside mm -hmm. downtown but but you gotta you gotta put it where the people are gonna. You should put it where the people are gonna see it, and and you know uh, the idea with Hank Aaron Stadium. That's that's something else that that you know going back to to, to the city of Mobile and how we support baseball. Uh, we had the 1966 A's. They 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 one of the best teams ever come through First Mobile. First professional game I ever went to. I went with my dad, my uncle, and my brother. 1966. Loved it. I mean, that, you know, I was always in baseball and stuff like that, but I, I can vividly remember everything about that day. Right. You had Sal Bando, Rick Monday, Tony LaRussa. Catfish you know, Hunter. You had uh, LaRussa, the, the, the Tony manager, LaRussa. played second base. Right. Yeah, and uh, Blue Moon Odom, Blue I think, Moon played with oh, Well, you did. know, Charlie Finley took them to Birmingham, and yes. that, it took up. They were still the Kansas City Athletics at right. that point. Then right. they changed to Oakland. Well, what did it produce? 72, 73, and 74 yep. are, are uh, World Series champions. I eventually. think they had the winningest minor league record of all time. Wow. And, you know, we lost minor, we lost baseball. Mm -hmm. We came back in 1970 with the Mobile White Sox. We went to that, too. And, and, you know, and it lasted for a year. Mm -hmm. It was 27 years later before the, before the Bay Bears came back. The longest that any minor league team was in Mobile was the Bay Bears. By far, it was like 20 years, and nobody else came close. And with the population we have, I would say, with the surrounding Sarahlands and you know across the band and that, we're probably around two, two and a quarter, 250,000 people. If just each of those 250,000 people came to one Bay Bear game a year, we would still have baseball mobile because 250,000 attendance in a minor league is great. Well, you know, th th that's good stuff, John. And, you know, with the Southern League, I mean, when we had – when Mobile was doing well and Pensacola come up wanting a team, Biloxi come up wanting a team. I mean, here it is. Biloxi, the Shockers over there doing great, doing great. Beautiful stadium right in front of a casino in a tourist trap, of course, and it's all fine and good. And here's Mobile an hour away. 
All right. And then another hour, you got Pensacola. Pensacola is knocking them out. Beautiful stadium on the water. All right. Well, here we are in Mobile. Kaplunk. Joe, you always got to follow the money because <clears throat> the Mobile Bay Bears, they had the rights to this whole area. You could not put a minor league team in Pensacola or Biloxi without the permission of the owners. And I guess they came up with enough money and the Bay Bears sold those rights. And that's when Pensacola moved in. And when that was done, then Biloxi, you know, Pensacola paid the money to for the rights. They're averaging about 4,000, 4,500 people a night on weekends, drawing about 6,000 or better and having fun doing it. Mm -hmm. I've been to Bay Bears games when we were having great fun. Yeah. And I watched it diminish and, and it was sad. It was sad. And, but there was some really good baseball that came through oh, there for I, a long, I, long the, time. The, the teams that we had, I think it was 10 and 11 when we went back to back. We had, uh, that was Go Turner Schmidt, Ward's team. Turner Ward. We had Goschmidt. We had Pollock. We had, we had Scherzer. We had uh, Corbin. I mean, we had we. It's crazy. We have there's three Cy Young pitchers that have played for the Mobile Bay Bears. It's 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 unreal, and it was it was really good stuff. And you know, you go back. Let's go back to Bill Shanahan, and Bill it, Bill was instrumental if not the lead man to get the hank aaron museum Bill, it was bill's idea he okay wrote, he, you know and, and he, he wrote a letter to the aaron family and he asked hank about it and uh, i uh, i think after hank's mom passed away then that's kind of what opened the door to hank said okay we can do this but and, it was all bill shanahan and and bill was always talking about committees i served on some committees when I was in the running community, I was in the running community for 20 years and, and I was dedicated to it. And, and I, I did all kinds of things to help the running community. And I was on com committees and I ran races over there and we have what they call the uh, home run trot. And, and Bill had great ideas for that. And that, that promoted events around the stadium. Mm -hmm. They had all kinds of ideas. They were going to put an ice skating rink out there. And, and there's no reason if we wouldn't give up on it, I'm not saying it's totally gone, but the stadium still sits. And and if, if the you know, stadium still sits, Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group, we still have a plan, but it would, you know, take somebody with a lot of money who wouldn't necessarily want a big return on investment right away because it would take a while. I mean, you, some of the things that we turned down on our desk, we had the Alabama State High School Baseball Championships on our desk ready to sign. And we were told we can't because we're losing the stadium. We had a Conference USA right before COVID hit. They were close to uh, coming on board and having their tournament out there. We had the Southern States tournament out there. We had some uh, primo uh, all-star games out there. They were going to have one. Uh, it was the top 18-year-olds in the United States. It was like uh, CeCe Sabathia and Andrew Jones, both of their sons played on it, and they had that game at the Hank. We had the Babe Ruth World Series, 16, 18-year-olds. They were wanting to bring the 13, the 15, and the 16. They wanted to bring each level to the stadium. There's a lot of stuff out there that people don't know that you know we had booked, and a lot of it was because of Danny Cordy. Danny Cordy did a great job. He was going out there getting these things for us, uh, but you know when we were told we were losing the stadium, we had to just shut it all down. Well, you know, you mentioned Danny. Danny, Danny does a great job. He, he's a real good sports guy for Mobile. He brings in some outstanding events for our city. And, you know, with all that said, it's, it's, it's just it's sad. And, and, again, people, you can laugh at me. You can say, well, I'm shooting, shooting in the dark. 
I guess so, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm asking people to, to just yeah. gather around and do something or just continue to laugh at me for trying well, I mean, and John for trying. Like I said, follow the money. <clears throat> I was always told if you want something bad enough, you have the money to do it, okay? So the, the, the downtown airport, the city of Mobile is paying $330 million. Good idea, you know. Uh, I think it'll do well, but that's $330 million that they came up with because they wanted it. Uh, let's see. The county, they just purchased, you know, about a year ago, the uh, old Linksman. They have now they paid $600,000 for a golf course that they're going to redo and open up soon. Uh, the city and the county, they gave Topgolf, the developers there, uh, $2.5 million to develop that. Not only, you know, when McGowan Park was put down and all that, the city paid for all the drainage and the roads and everything. And I'm pretty sure it's the same developer that is developing Top Golf was the developer that was going to take over Hank Aaron Stadium. So how does that look when, you know, the city is uh, losing a $10, $15 million asset to the developer that you're also given $2.5 million to bring Top Golf to? That's just a question mark to me. But, you know, there again. Um, auditorium uh, renovation is going to be $170 million. Lad Stadium, hopefully the sale will go through. That's a, still going to be a nine to ten million dollar, you know, uh, payment for the city to upgrade things, even if the uh, the school system takes over. And uh, you know, the Maritime Museum was a forty-three million dollar project, so the money is out there. I think if they wanted it bad enough, they could purchase the Hank. Uh, well, I'm sorry, I can't call it the Hank anymore because when the city lost the, uh, you know, the lost the property, uh, the family, uh, Aaron Foundation uh, estate, they all naming rights left. So you can't even call it Hank Aaron Stadium anymore. You can just call it a stadium. Wow. Well, you know, Hank Aaron. I've, I've followed Hank Aaron since, I was, since about 1967, 68, when I was able to start reading, learn to read sports pages, listen to Milo Hamilton on the radio, Ernie Johnson on the radio in the late 60s, early 70s. Hank Aaron is one of the greatest baseball players that ever lived. Babe Ruth, unbelievable. I mean, Ted Williams, I mean, Ty Cobb. I mean, the list goes on and on. But Hank's on everybody's top five. Has to be. Has to be. Willie Mays. That's what what I'm getting to. Next year, June 20th, 2024. Rickwood Field, the oldest ballpark. I was going to bring that up. Exactly. In the United States. They've got pride in that stadium. They it, they should. It's built in 1910, they, and it's still there. And they're bringing the the uh, St. Louis Cardinals versus yes, the San Francisco. The uh, Field of Dreams is there next the year. The Field of Dreams next year. I know. And I looked online trying to get my tickets last night. But Turner Ward, Paul Goldschmidt, Brendan Donovan, they'll all be there, and they're going to honor Willie Mays. Wow. And 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 you know, thank goodness Willie's still alive for this. Yeah. And 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 because it's deserving, you know, he was he played in the Negro Leagues and in, in Birmingham for the uh, Birmingham Black Barons and mm-hmm. yeah, he's and, from Birmingham and, yeah. and 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 you know Westfield, Alabama, I think is exactly yeah. where he's from. But Willie was between Willie and Hank. Everybody talks about Willie and Hank because Willie was actually a, ahead of Hank Aaron in the home run race, chasing chasing the Babe Ruth at one point, mm-hmm. and he ended up with 660 home runs. But here you go, Birmingham always supported Willie. And there's also Monty Irvin and several other ones that, that are from the Birmingham area that are in the Hall of Fame. And, and, and so you, come, you, you just take Alabama, for example. And, you know, 
we're not just Nick Saban football in the senior bowl. You know, in the senior bowl, I, I, I give all the executive directors credit for, for, for doing a great job to, to, to get the NFL people here in Mobile. But uh, it's we got to think about our own, mm-hmm. like the ones I mentioned earlier, and and even the Negro Leagues players that 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 I didn't mention, uh, Double Duty Radcliffe and Alec Radcliffe yep. brothers, and there's so many more that 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 deserve the credit. And then you go and maybe you weren't a star in the major leagues, but you did all these other things. That's where your sports museums mm-hmm. and your Hall of Fames. And, and your right. tourism, mm-hmm. and, and you put up billboards on the side of the interstate and say, come visit mm-hmm. our museums yeah. and, and look at the bronze statues. Robert Brazil is in, included in, in these right. five statues right. or six statues because he's just made it to the NFL Hall of Fame. Great guy, very deserving. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and I, I, going back to the moving of Hank Aaron Stadium, apparently it's been approved for $125,000. They're going to move it to... The floor uh, high school yeah. next to police precinct. Yeah, or- I, it was a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, the city council approved the funds for moving. They didn't necessarily approve where it's going. They just approved the funds. Where it's going is uh, somebody else's decision. So, but well, yeah, like I said, when I talk about all this stuff that I read in the dollars, I'm not against any of it. I'm for all of it. Um but if you can have money for all those things, it's like last time I spoke to the city council was the past city council. Um, I told them there's certain things that's not going to make money, but you have to have that to bring in the Airbuses and you know all the big companies. You have to have tennis courts, you have to have golf courses, you have to have libraries, you have to have uh, theaters. Uh, you know, I said you, we need to keep Hank Aaron Stadium and the museum going. But that was you know that was. That was a year and a half ago, so it didn't happen. Well, again, again, uh, committees, councils. I'm gonna go back to Mike Dow. Mike Dow was was big time into Hank Aaron Stadium, and 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 he supported it. And Mike Dow, I think, served four terms as a mayor. And the, the, I heard that the city council, all seven, it was a unanimous decision to approve the money for that moving or whatever. But I'm gonna ask this, you know. How much do these city council people know baseball? How much do they know the history of baseball? Do they know anything? How, I mean, the, the mayor was a good track runner back in back in high school and all that, and, and I, I applaud the mayor. Yeah, my other, but does he support yeah. baseball? Does he support support yeah. sports the way he should with Hall of Fames and and um, Hank Aaron Stadium? Right. I don't think my so. My other uh, comment was: Are you even going to open the house? Are you going to have anything in it? Um, who's going to run it? Is, are you going to put a museum curator that knows nothing about sports in there, or are you going to have somebody who actually has a passion, knows baseball, to run it? Um, you know, that's just some of my questions. And you know, John, th- those that's those are good questions because, I mean, is it is it is this a battle to get it to where it came from, Edwards Avenue? Uh, I, I'll I'll tell you a quick story. I used to work for Alabama Power Company. I was I was for eleven years. I was the disconnect man. And I either collected your power bill or disconnected your service. I was on Edwards Avenue one day, and there was about seven little boys over there, and they're probably grown men by now. And I, I asked a question. I said, where, where? I went up to them, you know, said, I said, hey, man, where's Hank Aaron Stadium? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, where, where was, didn't Hank Aaron used to live around here? And 
And they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were all fired up, man. And, and I got fired up. And said, I said, they said yeah, they, yeah. And I said, where? He said, right over there. And they pointed to his house. And I looked back at him. I said, you can just feel it in the air. And you could, man, because, I mean, that was, I mean, just that feeling. Because if you really know baseball and you really love baseball and what that man did for baseball, and not even talking about Satchel Paige or McCovey or Williams or Ozzie Smith, mm -hmm. you know, but Hank Aaron. Yeah. And people and, watched that house. His neighbors on both sides, if you, when we, you know, when we went to start, you know, taking stuff out of the house, get it ready to be moved, every day his neighbors would come wanting to know what we're doing over there. Um, and, you know, you said, how much is it going to be to move it? $125,000, I think. You know, do you know the dollar figure that we paid to have the house moved from Tomanville to the stadium? Can you guess? Zero. Really? It cost one autographed Hank Aaron baseball to the mover. Wow. One baseball. That's all it cost for us to move it from Tomanville to the stadium. Somebody must have stepped up. He did. Uh, the guy, he was a big Hank Aaron fan. The the mover was. And uh, he said, I'll do it for free if, if Hank will sign me a baseball. And I saw wow. Hank signing the baseball. See, those are the kind of people, the good Samaritan type, that love baseball, have a passion, that want to remember the history, that want to put it out there to, for the sake of Mobile. And, and that guy probably didn't want any recognition or he nothing. No. The donor type, you know? Yep. But, you know, and, and where, where they're going with it, I, I don't disagree with the idea of taking it back to where it came from. I mean, that's sentimental. But, you know, and I'm not saying anything about that. I, 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 but, but I think everybody should agree that if you want people to see what Hank Aaron did, you got to put the, the memorabilia back inside, even with the sports museum, uh, 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 Hall of Fame, uh, Sports Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. You've got to put the stuff in there that people want to see. Mm -hmm. Sports fans are the ones that are going to come through there, mm -hmm. you know, and, and baseball fans are going to come through the Hank Aaron Stadium. Right. Well, you know, if and, and there's no doubt in my mind that they, that even if it's next door to a, a police precinct, in Tolmanville. It's going to be watched after, believe me. But if, if, if it's, it, am I right or wrong, isn't all the memorabilia or most of the memorabilia back in Cooperstown? Cooperstown took, oh, it was probably 30 or 40 items that belonged to the museum, but they also took some things that, uh, when Hank didn't know what was going to happen to the stadium, he told him just to go in there and get everything that they thought valuable. So his mother's rocking chair, his mother's dress, his dad's uh, briefcase, they took all that type of stuff too, and it's probably in boxes. You know, nobody probably will ever see it again unless somebody, you know, whoever takes over the museum, you know, asked them to get those things, family items back. Um, but, you know, like I said, uh, different people like Bernie Carbo, he played with Hank. You know, uh, the, in uh, the final season that Hank and played, and he donated some stuff from the Brewers, you know. Uh, but, you know, it, we've gotten all that back. Uh, you know, we've got, like I said, what stuff we bought, you know, we took that back. The only stuff that's left in there that the city has is magazines and uh, photos, uh, you know, a lot of stuff like that. So I, I'm just, it may be that they moved this house back for the, just to, have it back and maybe not have it as a museum. I mean, you got to look at that side of it too. Yeah, because I mean, it's going to cost somebody some money to uh, 
you know, to be there to run it, to run the tours. I mean, we had so many people when it was, you know, at Hank Aaron Stadium that would see the sign and they would come, you know, and see it and view it. And, uh, and the thing is, a lot of people said, well, you lost all the stuff from the Hall of Fame. And I said, well, people don't really come to see all the Hall of Fame stuff because it was golden gloves, stuff like that. They just wanted to be inside the house. Just like you said, you felt it when you just passed down the street. People felt the presence of the Aaron family the family and the legacy when they walked into that house. I mean, I never had a negative comment ever about what was in there, what wasn't in there. It's just they wanted to be inside the house. I understand. And, and you know, it, even if it is moved to, to where it's going back to where it or close to where it originally was, it's going to be hard for people to find their way because it's hard for me to find my way over, you know, into mm -hmm. the Tolmanville area. You know, things have changed, and it's just it, it, it's it, it's it's not the tourist trap that right. it would be right. downtown well, or anywhere else. The other place that you know we they kind of that back in April they had decided on it was Seals Park. That's a working right. recreation. James Seals Park. Yeah, and so I thought it wasn't the best place, but they were just going to put it there until they could decide whether it was going to stay there permanently or what they were going to do with it, or you know, at least it would be off the private property of the stadium where you know where it is now. So um, it, I, I'd rather see it go, seen it go in the, the the Seals Park rather than the you know. It's it's too deep into the heart of the city, I think, in Tomanville for people to be able to get to it. Well, you know, again, I'm reaching out and soliciting for, for ideas. And, and, you know, there's been people that even the things that you've mentioned earlier, that people have had ideas and they have submitted this stuff. Um, I'll mention one, uh, Carlos Finley. Carlos had great ideas for, sure for the uh, statues mm -hmm. to try to get people moving in, 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 exactly. in a direction to – Go, go from one to the other right get movement and that that would have done good things for downtown and and you know that's those are the kind of things that that we need to relook at and like these committees well these councils make all these decisions committees make they need to find out who's on the committees and you know it's a it's a no-brainer that, that i wouldn't mind you know having a voice in it mm -hmm. i wrote a book about right. the history of baseball called mobile baseball connection that i that i've updated every year since 2017 mm -hmm. through 2022 and i'm giving up on it because i give more away than i sell and i haven't tried to promote well, it one fact is you gave me a, a couple of books we had we had one in the museum i think that's still part of the city property that was in the museum when they collected everything but i gave one to the uh baseball hall of fame so in their library and uh, up there in new york uh you know there is a joey warner book well you know it's 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 what it is is the people inside it, the players, the coaches, the teams, the organizations, the, the people that got behind Mobile, Alabama. That's It's the history of baseball in Mobile. It's a reference book. It's it's It couldn't find a publisher. Couldn't find, you know, I self-published it because I wanted people to, to see what I could dig up or what I could find, and it's not about me, Joey Warner. It's about Mobile Baseball Connection. And I, I've kind of given up on it because I need to re redo some things and go with a different approach because there's a lot of information in here. But it's cool stuff. It's cool stuff. It's, it's got stuff about Stan Galley and Wayne Larker and Mike Jacobs and yep. and uh, Frank Sims and Eddie Stanky. Those five guys need to be in sports museums and their memorabilia. And, and those are just five of, of hundreds, 
hundreds. Exactly. I mean, the list goes on and on. So even even some of our little league teams have done well. Pictures, yep. I know. You know that you know, all should have been in there. That wasn't like I said that we had plans, and that was some of the plans that we had to have the little league, the Babe Ruths, uh, you know, great Babe Ruths. There was international, there was national, there was rebel. There was in little leagues you had American and national and South Brooklyn and the, God, it's just the names of all those kids. You know, they, they it's just phenomenal. It really is, and and uh, again, with with all this, I, I'm in a rant mode tonight with all this, uh, listeners. So so please forgive me, for, but but you're fine seeing a side of Joey Warner that's very passionate about what I'm, you know thinking about and feeling with with all this because this is this is if we let it go away it's gone and you know and you know just talking about lad stadium you know people that it, it was it, i thought it was gone and now it's back on the table so uh, what are we doing in mobile i mean that's that's the question is do do we do we claim to be a sports town when we're not? And but hey, believe me, football is 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 doing great. We've got NFLers, but but this is baseball that we're talking about tonight. This show is about baseball, but again, the football players and the basketball players and track and field, soccer, volleyball, and Schilling's one of the greatest uh, high school basketball uh, volleyball coaches ever. You know, those are the kind of people we need to recognize for our city and the people that are traveling. There's one way to get to, to Florida. Who Everybody goes to Florida. Mm-hmm. There's one way, and they're taught this bridge and all that, and everybody gets all trafficked up. Well, if you're all trafficked up trying to get across the bridge, go look, go look at our, our new Sports Hall of Fame downtown with Hank Aaron's Museum and all these statues around it. And, and find out something about sports in Mobile. And if you can't get it while you're going to Florida on vacation, get it coming back. And, you know, that's the tourism that we have to start promoting, putting up billboards, mm-hmm. putting up, you know, advertising it and getting it out there to the world. Yeah, too many times, you know, you'll hear like the <clears throat> a council or an organization, they're, they're going to overseas or they're going to Savannah or they're going to Charlotte to see what those cities are doing. We've got enough stuff in Mobile, Alabama. If we would just take care of what we got instead of looking for new things out there, you know, we need to take care of this museum. We need to take care of Hank Aaron Stadium. We need to take care of Lad Stadium. You know, we, there's just so much. Let's take care of what we got before we start going and looking for new things to do. That's right. You know, and the municipal auditorium has been on the chopping block. The Expo Hall and the theater mm-hmm. right next to it, Spanish Plaza, a lot of history. Mm-hmm. People's been wanting to tear it down. And, you know, and, and with all this that we're talking about, that so many sports fans are passionate. There's thousands of us, just like me and you out there. You know, and, everybody has a platform now. You know, whatever, whatever you believe in or whatever, everybody has a platform. Everybody's getting heard. Uh, it's, it's time that Mobile Baseball got heard. And, and, yeah, and you know, and and if not, we're just it's going to just drift away like the Bay Bears went to Huntsville, mm-hmm. and but as far as getting it done, if we're going to depend on a council, a committee, and don't and our city doesn't support it, the city, the committee, and the council, and, and these organizations that don't support it, we're we're kind of like. Uh, 
we're, we're walking into the wind. Yeah. And that, I, I, it's a different way they put it, but we're walking into the wind and it's in our face and we're never going to get anywhere. Yeah, until true. somebody steps up on that's these true. committees, these councils, and people that have 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 some whatever in our city, because mm-hmm. there, there's people making big decisions that that I feel like do not support the history because they don't know the history. True, and like I said, it's just follow the money. <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's just crazy. Well, you know, I, again, uh, may have seen a, a different side of of, of of my my beliefs on on this, but tonight but but this is uh, this is serious stuff yeah, and well, the other thing too i want to bring up a lot of people say well when are we going to get another team <laughs> let me tell you a little bit about what it would take it would take somebody with a hundred thousand dollars just to go to major league baseball and say will you consider us having a team because all those decisions comes from major league baseball you just can't have money and buy a team you have to have about 25 million dollars that's what would go in minor league teams probably worth right now you're going to probably have to have another 50 million dollars to build a new stadium or renovate a stadium so you know unless you've got 75 to you know 100 million dollars it's not going to happen because it all goes back to major league baseball you know they contracted what 40 plus teams uh jackson tennessee we used to play them every year you know they lost their team out flat you know nothing they could do about it so it's not just easy to say when are we going to get a new team there's a lot of stuff that would have to happen yeah, and that that's good stuff, John, because people don't realize that and and you know, the money up front going through Major League Baseball, but you know since you mentioned that I, I I'm going to go back way back to Monroe Park, mm-hmm. and uh, Monroe that. Park was historic, yep. and and Mobile Monroe Park over in the Arlington area off the bay, yeah, and it's, it was the Coney Island of the South, and it, I mean it, it had all kinds of stuff going an outdoor yeah. theater. They had Baseball carousels. Field. They had mm-hmm. uh, the the they had fishing and swimming out on the bay, and they had a yeah. a, a yacht club and 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 piers and uh, you know people out there on the beach and stuff like that. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. and and there's still an area over there by Airbus right now. Yeah. I wish Air, Airbus come on, buddies, <laughs> exactly. dig in your pockets yeah, and let's got, do something. It got taken by uh, down by a hurricane. A lot of people think a hurricane took Hartwell Field. That's not true. When I was at University or Mobile College, they wanted to know, if, you know, they used to play football at Hartwell Field too. They used to play high school football there, and they they had these old sidelines, you know, like the, now they have the, the the neoprene that's really soft and all that. They had huge, probably four foot high by two foot wide uh, pylons, and so they wanted to know if we wanted them. So we went over there and we we got them. We so I was in Hartwell Field about two weeks before the demolition ball came. Wow! I was able to walk through the clubhouse, and I mean, you you want to talk eerie feeling to all the history two weeks before it was torn down but it was torn down from a financial standpoint it was not taken down by a hurricane but i loved hartwell field that was, like i said it was the first professional game i ever went to we used to go to the fair was out there you know i i went to craighead and we would walk from craighead to the fair and uh, it was just you know it's a different time you know back in the day you and i we would go out first thing in the morning we wouldn't come home until our moms called us to eat supper you know nowadays everybody's playing video games or they're playing travel ball don't even get me started on travel ball Wow. Well, you know, you, you mentioned Hartwell Field, and we can't, we have to mention that a little bit more. I have to mention a little bit more on that. And I think it was built in 1926. Harry Hartwell was a mayor. Yep. And look at that. Harry Hartwell, the mayor, yep. was supportive. So, anyway, there's been some great play, teams and players come through Hartwell Field. And I remember in 1983, I believe, when they tore it down. 
and and but but it, you know and I wish that, that there was some way that they could have restored it but it, like you said I think it was it was in a condemnation period and yeah. and but but the, the memories of the players that, that played there over the years is is more stuff that needs to be recognized in our museums and and potential museums if we can and, and I had uh, uh, somebody a while back says Mobile's not going to support a, a museum. They won't support a Mardi Gras museum, you know. So, but then again, we got to get rid of the pessimism and, and come up with some optimism, and 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 of course money, and sure. or we're just shooting in the wind. And but as far as as far as the history, uh, you're not going to get it out of this book except for reading it. People want to see it, and you know the Mobile Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, whatever they can come up with to, to get memorabilia into 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 a building, and 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 start recognizing the great athletes from all sports, and and doing more for Hank Aaron, and and and, and his museum, and even the stadium, and and the and and the statues, and that's the four things that we tried to talk about tonight, and whether we much did much with it, John, I don't know. But you've you've said some some good stuff about the the ins and outs and what needs to be done, and and as we get closer to conclusion here, go back uh, before we stop and, and before when things were kind of dwindling down with the museum and 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 at the Hank Aaron Museum and kind of tell it tell like it tell it tell us like how people came and visited and how it dwindled down and finished. A uh, quick story about that, though. In the beginning, we uh, when we had to go over there and, you know, everything got signed and, you know, the, 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 the house became property of the museum. We had to go in there with boxes and box everything up. When we went through the front door, it was like Miss Erin had went to the store and never came back. And it had been two years since, you know, she had some health problems. So Hank took her to Atlanta to be closer to him. So they just basically, you know, Took her from Mobile to Atlanta. Everything was in the closets. All the uh, the stuff was in the kitchen. All the plates and the dining, you know, the ware and uh, all her clothes were in her drawers and hanging up in the closets. There was, you know, records and stereos and, and it was, you know, it was just like we had walked in. She had, you know, left to go to the store and we came in and we had to pack everything up. So it was it was pretty. That was a special thing right there. But um, yeah, uh, it's. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's 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 hard for me to talk about that sometimes. It was a, it's a sad time. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I can I can feel the sadness yeah. with what you just said, and, yeah. and and them trying to and then listen to me, them and whoever trying to rebuild it mm-hmm. under these circumstances. Yeah, and you know, and you know, the other thing is probably the most memorable thing is, uh. I was usually, you know, usually the first one to work every day, and I'd open up the yellow gates, you know, to get through there, and there was a guy from Channel 5. He was uh, taking photos, and I said, I looked at him, and I said, Hank passed away, didn't he? Because I just knew it. You know, nobody had told me it was early morning, and he said, yeah. So he wanted to get in there and take some shots. So that whole day, it was like I was, Hank's, you know, his body was not there, but his 
people felt his spirit there. And it was like going to the funeral home. I didn't say a word to anybody. I didn't t- give them a tour. I just opened the door, sat on the, you know, sat uh, on a rocking chair on the front porch, welcomed everybody. You know, they were bringing flowers and leaving them th- on the steps. And because I wanted them to experience Hank as they knew Hank. I mean, Hank was different to everybody, you know. Uh, so I, I didn't speak a word. And when they went in there, you know, they had their peace about them, you know, whatever they grew up, you know, with or what Hank meant to them, they experienced that without a word. And it, it was, you know, it was it was special. And I did that the whole, I think it was died on like on Friday, so it was a whole weekend like that. I stayed open even on Sunday for people to come by and pay their respects. Wow. Well, you know, John, uh, tonight I, I, I'm talking with John Hilliard of the Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group. He He's uh, part of that, that group that is going to be putting on the Thriller Nights and Lights and the Christmas Nights and Lights here in a few months. And we've been sitting here talking about Hank Aaron Stadium, the moving of Hank Aaron's museum, the the uh, Mobile Sports Hall of Fame, and also the the statues that are supposed to be being erected very soon. Well, uh, Hank's statue is being done. Uh, it's probably been in the works for about a year. It should be done pretty soon. They're going to do them one at a time. Right. And they got uh, you know someone paid uh, a sponsor, a private business. Uh, they paid for the first one, for which is Hank's, and then after that they'll do you know one after the other. So I don't know what uh, order it's going to be in, but I know Hank's should be done fairly soon. I don't know if it takes a year or two to do it, but uh, it should be pretty soon. Again, I mentioned we have guy over in the Eastern Shore that probably, you know, uh, you know. But anyway, but 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 again, the reason me and John met tonight down here at WNSP Now uh, Studio on the Batter's Box with Joey Warner and John Hilliard tonight is because we love baseball from our city, the history, but mostly we love Hank Aaron and his legacy and the legend that he was to the entire world in baseball and now we're just it's like let's just take it easy with it but but no it's this is serious business his museum is serious hank aaron stadium is serious the mobile sports hall of fame is serious and these statues are serious and that's coming from me and with john's support and I ask the listeners out there to laugh at me or us if you want and say we're shooting in the dark or come up with some ideas and, and let's pull together as a team and try to do some things to to help this. Build it and they'll come. That's the attitude we have to take. But we need we need donors. We need sponsors. We need people with money. Maybe somebody's out there, an investor, that, that might be – catch this show online and, and say, hey, you know, let me help those people out. So that's probably the only way it's going to happen is a miracle. So, John, any closing statements, man? Any closing words? Uh, no, it's, you know, it's, uh, like I said, it's kind of hard to talk about sometimes. I hope people didn't think I was being negative. But, you know, I've been in the minor league baseball. I've been around the Hank Aaron Stadium. And, you know, I've seen politics. And sometimes politics can be ugly. And sometimes it can go your – you know, not go your way, and then there's, you know, there's people out there, you know, who may own this or who may own that, and there's greed involved, you know, they, I think they won't, they care more about the money than they do, 
you know, what's right and what's wrong. And uh, so it's just, it's kind of sad to see it. You know, there again, it is what it is. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I love the time. I wouldn't trade anything for the world for the time that I spent in Hank Aaron Stadium and the people I met there. And, uh, you know, we worked, we, we worked a lot of hard nights. One year we, we had 150 tarp pulls because you don't have that many games, but you might pull it two or three times in a day. You, you'd have to put it, if you knew rain was coming overnight, you'd have to put the tarp on at midnight, and then you had to be there at 6 o'clock in the morning because at 6 o'clock in the morning the sun comes out and it bakes the field. You would not have green grass. You'd have brown grass. So, you know, you think about things like that and those hard times, we'd have 10 game home stands just, you know, they just kill you. But then you'd have a, a child – uh, come up to you and they say thank you or you see them you know you, you you have a foul ball that you just picked up laying around somewhere and you give it to a kid walking through the uh, concourse and you know just to see their face light up it's uh you know it, that's we didn't get paid a whole lot but stuff like that made it worthwhile you know there's there's a lot of potential out there still with with these 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 subjects and um, tonight we've had an op opportunity yeah. to I mean, say some things and you know it's kind of scattered and kind of thrown out there like a smorgasbord but most of my stuff usually is and you know and so that's that's yeah. just the way it is yeah. and and but but uh, again tonight uh, it's been good john and i thank you so much yeah. for coming on well, thank you that property right there is worth every penny i mean it's I used to talk to the people at uh, Field of Dreams. You know, we, we had, you know, they interviewed me one time about Hank's house and all that type of stuff that, you know, the, the Field of Dreams there up in Iowa. And they asked me where it was. And I told them, you know, this is a great location. You know, it's right off the 10 and 65, 80,000 cars, you know, per day pass by there. If somebody had 15, 20 million and they wanted to really, you know, give back to the city, you know, they weren't looking for an immediate return on the money. I could make the money out there. You know, Mobile Sports and Entertainment Group couldn't make money out there. It would take, you know, a few years, but there's so much that we could do with baseball. The property, the people, the, the McGowans, you know, they own the stadium. They also own, there's a hotel right there by the stadium. They own all that property behind the, the hotel all the way down Satchel Page to uh, Halls Mill Road. So, you know, for another... I don't know how many million you could buy that property and you could add on to Hank Aaron Stadium. The property right as you're going in to the right of Hank Aaron Stadium, that is to up to the yellow gates. That's not the McGowan's, that's somebody else. That property is for sale. Yeah, but, uh, you know, all the property from the yellow gates all the way along Costco, that is part of the uh, McGowan uh, baseball, you know, stadium property. So there's just so much potential out there. You know, if I was, if I won the lottery tonight or tomorrow night or whenever it is, uh, first thing I would do, I'd go give the McGowan's a check. We're not going to close the book on it. Okay. We're not gonna cl I've, I've closed the book on on doing this, you know, research on, on and, and updating my book, but we're not going to close the book on these subjects that we put out there tonight. And again, I apologize. I've stepped on anybody's toes. If you thought I was talking about you, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. And, and again, John Hilliard, Joey Warner, we've been on the batter's box on WNSP now. Nathan Rothermel has helped us out as our producer tonight, and he's done a great job. He's tolerated me. And John, again, thank you again, buddy. And, You're welcome. And this, Anytime, Joey. Uh, this this was this was all meant to be positive. So yeah. everybody out there, uh, when when Joey Warner gets in the catcher's corner, you can ask anybody that I played against. I was a I was a uh, I was a brat like Stanky. I I, I didn't yeah. shut up. I loved Eddie. <laughs> I used to chase foul balls for him back when I was. A 
a kid, you know, back in the day. So, uh, yeah, it's it, like I said, it's yeah. Everybody has their opinion. You know, I have my opinion. You have your opinion. If somebody differs from it, then that's okay. I'm just I really want what's best for the city of Mobile, for the baseball. For you know, I loved Hank. I, I can tell you some good stories with Bill Shanahan and Hank Aaron when, you know, when we were visiting up there with Hank. Um, just uh, I loved Hank, uh, I, and I want what's best for him. And I know. Uh, Alan Tannenbaum, he is the lawyer of the Hank Aaron estate, and for Billy Aaron, uh, he's been Hank's lawyer for probably decades, and you know he runs his Chasing the Dream Foundation, and I talk to him, you know, every every so often, you know, let him know what's going on with the city here and what's going on with the house. So uh, we all want what's best for Hank Aaron, you know, and Hank Aaron's his legacy. Hank Aaron's not just Mobile. Hank Aaron's not just the United States. Hank Aaron's worldwide. That's right. And it's been great talking about him and reminiscing about him. Thanks again, John Hilliard. Right, thank you. And, and tonight you've been hearing it on the Batter's Box with Joey Warner. And what we're doing now, we're signing out.